The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Hello, welcome to John's Media Show. We'll talk about media and other stuff. Now before I get started on my Friday the 13th 2009 film trivia, I'd like to give a, like to give a shout out to any friends or family that may be tuning in to listen to me today, and I hope you enjoy the show. And for any new listeners that may be tuning in to listen to me today, I'd like to talk to you about how I critique any sort of media. So how I critique any sort of media is based on its entertainment value. I look at the pros and cons, if the pros outweigh the cons, it will get a higher rating. If the cons outweigh the pros, it will get a lower rating. If it's mediocre, the pros and cons will be about equal. I try to keep my reviews as spoiler-free as possible, but in some cases I do need to get into spoiler territory, since it may be a major part in my review. But if I do get into spoilers, I'll give you an estimated time of how long we're talking about the spoilers, so if you're done with the experience spoiled, don't get the experience spoiled. I have two unique rating systems. The first is unique to whatever medium I'm critiquing. So for films, I use popcorns, because that's what you eat when you go to the cinema. For video games, I use video game controllers, because that's what you play video games with. And for TV shows, I use televisions, because that's what you watch TV shows on. Second rating system is, because I'm a film collector, more specifically on Blu-ray or digital iTunes HD, I use this as a helpful guide for any other media collectors that will be tuning in to listen to me today. So at the bottom we have to skip it. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has no entertainment value whatsoever, not even it's so bad it's good, like Batman and Robin, that you can laugh at or kill some of the top everything is. Ranted slash stream it is where for example, if the film's come recently in cinemas, I think it's good, but not good enough for you to warrant your money, time, and potentially fuel, depending on where the local cinema is. And you could wait three or four months for it to come on DVD, Blu-ray, or streaming services such as Disney Plus or Netflix. Then they say rent it slash stream it. Seed Ones is also using the same example where if the film's come recently in cinemas, and I think it's good enough for you to go see it once, and then we're done with it, then I say see it once. But the highest honor is obviously to buy on Blu-ray. This is where whatever critique has great entertainment value and you'll never get tired of watching or playing the video game. So now we're heading into Friday the 13th 2009 film trivia. Richard Buki wasn't cast as Sheriff B until 12 hours before they need to begin filming his character scenes. The title card of the movie isn't displayed until the end of the opening segment nearly 25 minutes into the film which is one of the longest prologues for horror film ever. Including the 2009 remake, Jason has killed around 200 people throughout the Friday the 13th series. A wheelchair and a sweater can be seen in a in Jason's tunnels during the film. The character Mark, played by Tom McBride, was a paraplegic who was killed by Jason in Friday the 13th Part 2. And Mrs. Voorhees wore the sweater in the original version of Friday the 13th in 1980. There's also a bicycle propped against the wall just under the wheelchair. It's likely Ralph's bike, also from the original Friday the 13th. Victor Miller, the screenwriter of the original Friday the 13th, said the script was written in such a way that it could be deemed as a sequel as opposed to a remake, because that 
meant they could pay him less if the movie qualified as a sequel. This explains why the plot of the film is more of an amalgamation of the first four films as opposed to a retelling of the original film. Miller took legal action because he felt the script they showed him was more of a remake, but the story he came up with was condensed to the first few minutes of the film. He lost the battle and was paid less. He was surprised later to see the film advertised as a remake. According to co-writer Damien Shannon, the character of Jason Voorhees was re-envisioned as more territorial, like a hunter, someone who doesn't kill people at random, but will defend his territory from anyone invading it, and this in the whole, most horrible manner. Director Marcus Nespel similarly claims the film shows new aspects of Jason's personality. Derek Mears says his portrayal of Jason as a survivalist, defending his territory, is partially inspired by the character of John Rambo in First Blood. The film was the first time Paramount had any association with the Friday the 13th series since 1989. In this movie, Jason wears both the legendary hockey mask and the burlap sack, although neither of these appeared in the original Friday the 13th, since it was Mrs. Voorhees who is the killer, not Jason. The burlap sack was the first mask worn by Jason in Friday the 13th Part 2, and the hockey mask did not appear until the final third of Friday the 13th Part 3. This is the first film in the series released by both New Line Cinema and Paramount Pictures. Originally, Paramount owned the rights to the series after the original was released in 1980, but sold the rights to New Line Cinema in the early 1990s after poor box office returns of Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes takes Manhattan. New Line brought the uh, bought the rights to the characters of Jason Voorhees and Pamela Voorhees, the Crystal Lake name and the trademark for the title Friday the 13th. All footage from the first eight films and the remake rights of the first film remained the property of Paramount. New Line Cinemas released Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday, Jason X, and Freddy vs. Jason. When Platinum Dunes came aboard to develop the new film, they wanted the freedom to use scenarios and characters from the films still owned by Paramount. After a legal dispute, the company has decided to co-produce the 2009 film. Despite the um, title, the date the events supposedly take on, Friday the 13th is only mentioned once. The date can be seen on a tearaway type calendar in the police station as the officers leave to investigate towards the end of the movie. Derek Mears is the ninth actor to portray the adult Jason Voorhees in the series, following Steve Dash, Warrington Gilliland, Richard Brooker, Ted White, C.J. Graham, Tom Morgan, Cade Hodder, and Ken Kersinger. As of this movie, Hodder is the only actor to portray the character more than once, with four films under his belt from 1988 to 2001. Clay and Whitney's last name is Miller. This is a re- reference to Victor Miller, the creator of the Friday the 13th series. This film is the first Friday the 13th film to use CGI weapons, like the machete, as some scenes were too risky to film with prop weapons that could break and injure someone. Travis Van Winkle plays a character named Trent, the same name as his character Trent DeMarco from Transformers 2007, which is directed by Michael Bay. According to Bay himself, this is the same character, revealing that both this film and that franchise occur in the same universe. Producer Brad Filler believes the reason that the Friday the 13th movies have become so iconic and have terrified audiences so much is that many of the people who have seen the films have themselves been to holiday camps such as the fictitious Camp Crystal Lake or have at least already gone 
on camping. Since Derek Mears is a really, really nice guy in reality, the filmmakers were initially reluctant to cast him as Jason. Unlike in the later films where Jason started to randomly appear out of thin air, the remake instead approached with the idea that he traveled via a series of underground tunnels. That concept was in Mark Wheaton's original script, but Mark Swift and Damien Shannon claimed to have never read Wheaton's script until the film was finished, having come up with the same idea about the tunnels on their own. As for the marijuana plant farm which Jason appears to use to lure teenagers into traps, apparently no writer can claim it as their own. According to Swift and Shannon, that was actually directed Marcus Nespal's idea from early on in the development process, and it was their job to work it into the script. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fish FM, and we're heading into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
That was Halloween Theme, composed by Epic Trailer Music UK. And that was Battle of the Heroes, Epic Orchestral Cover. Composed by Epic Trailer Music UK, originally composed by Jim Williams for Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. John's Media Show.
And that was the Batman theme, Epic Version, composed by Epic Trailer Music UK, originally composed by Michael Giacchino for the Batman. And that was A Beautiful Lie, Epic Version, composed by Epic Trailer Music UK. This was originally composed by Junkie XL and Hans Zimmer for Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice.
and that was Electro Theme, Epic Version, composed by Epic Trailer Music UK. The original composition was composed by Hans Zimmer from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. John's Media Show. And that was The Last of Us Theme, composed by Epic Trailer Music UK. The original composition being composed by Gustavo Santaloyola. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his last name. Um, yeah, it's also called The Last of Us from The Last of Us um, video game soundtrack. John's Media Show.
and that was Man of Steel theme, epic version, composed by Epic Trailer Music UK, with the original composition being composed by Hans Zimmer for Man of Steel. My Stick by Bad Lip Reading. John's Mania Show. Forty-nine times we fought that beast, your old man and me. 
Had a chicken head with duck feet With a woman's face too Oh, that's rad It was waiting in the bushes for us Then it ripped off your dad's face He was screaming something awful In fact, there was this huge mess And I had to change the floors The floors? You see his blood had drained into the boards And I had to change them But we all got a chicken duck woman thing waiting for us Every day I worry all day I was waiting in the bushes of love Something's waiting in the bushes for us Something's waiting in the bushes of love Every day I worry all day I was waiting in the bushes of love Something's waiting in the bushes for us Something's waiting in the bushes of love Yo, never knew my dad, he didn't care about me Dead horizon is all my macro binocular see Moisture farming all my life and not a drop spilled My aunt and uncle double sons and sipping blue milk My aunt and uncle double sons, I'm sick of blue milk But then a desert hobo came and told me We all got a chicken duck woman thing waiting for us Every day I worry all day I was waiting in the bushes of love Something's waiting in the bushes for us Yeah, something's waiting in the bushes of love yeah, Every day I worry all day I was waiting in the bushes of love Something's waiting in the bushes for us Something's waiting in the bushes of love Hold me when I open like a flower Awesome. I've got her picture in my photo wagon. I, I keep it popping. Yeah, she'd probably love to honky tonk. She'd probably love to honky tonk. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. I used to ride across the desert, you know. I used to glide on my speeder, faith that I don't find what I don't wanna find. Waiting for me around the corner. Oh no no. Waiting in the bush. 
And that was Bushes of Love by Bad Lip Reading. John's Media Show. Oh yeah. Go ahead, pump it up. Uh, I'd love to catch a firefly that's far away. I see your whole crew staring as I put the speed down. Mm, you're like a soup can. I'm like Superman. I saw Veronica, the girl that put you off blast because you played harmonica in art class. I know you want her to, but you don't move because you don't have any shoes. You touch a pom-pom, I touch an A-bomb. Mm. Aw, yeah. 20 nights in the ice is a long time when there's hostels on the hill. It's not about what they want. You just gotta walk your walk. 20 nights in the ice is a long time when there's hostels on the hill. It's not about what you wear. It's all about where you are. Oh, look, it's a bad guy. Don't worry about it, Darius. Cause I'm a mile high and I'm the scariest. I ride so hard, I got you tripping. You seeing how I'm flowing, not dripping. I think you tripping, dog. Pour sauce all up on your very nice pants. I like romance, you can't dance. Heart attack on deck, ain't got a chance. Kinda bright out, think I'll put your lights out. 20 nights in the ice is a long time when there's hostels on the hill. It's not about what they want, you just gotta walk your walk. 20 nights in the ice is a long time when there's hostels on the hill. It's not about what you wear, it's all about where you are. I wish I wasn't so dang sweet, so dang sweet, so dang sweet. I wish I wasn't so dang sweet. You are like cinnamon. I wish I wasn't so dang sweet, so dang sweet, so dang sweet. I wish I wasn't so dang sweet. You are like cinnamon. Hey guys, what you doing? Avoiding death. Come again. I'm avoiding death. And I'm really freaking thinking somebody's gonna shoot me. You'll be good, bro. I just wanna see a tree. And you will. Shimmy won't be at the barbecue Then again, I guess he is a barbecue Technically, my lies are probably true Tell your mama not to burn my shoes Sassy bad guy, what do you wanna say? Before my friend pulls your legs away Cause pretty soon you'll literally be tripping Here comes a hot poker What we do is Wrap it, wrap it round, round Then we make it fall down You are like cinnamon Fall down. What 
and that was Hostels on the Hill by Bad Lip Reading. Welcome back to John's Media Show, Waterloo Media, and other stuff. Now, unfortunately, that's all the time for we have for this session today. But I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to me today, because otherwise, just be in a room full of computers, a control panel, speaking into a microphone. Or by myself. If you'd like me to critique anything, please go to freshfm.net. We can go to our Facebook page and leave me a post via the visitors' posts with your recommendation and the hashtag John's Media Show. If I pick your recommendation, I will give a shout out to whoever did so. I hope you've all had a wonderful day at school and or work, and I'll hopefully see you all next week. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fresh FM, and I'll hopefully see you all next time. Bye bye. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.